2: Offer subject to change, valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on yeah, Sports Betting Network.
4: World you done found us. It is Prime primetime action. Live from the South Point Monday night. That means Monday night football, Seahawks in Washington tonight. That's about an hour plus from now. We'll get into all that. Prop watch and beyond. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang with us tonight. Uh, NBA news, injury news, that is, a whole bunch of NFL news, and, of course, baseball signings galore. We'll get into all that, but we have a tip here to start things off
5: tonight.
2: Just one um, happening right now, one more this hour. Magic and the Sixers. Right now, Sixers are 14-point home favorites in this one, 204.5, 205 the total. 7.30 7:30 Eastern, 4:30 Pacific are the Nuggets in the Heat. That is the Heat at two and a half or three point home favorites, 206 and a half, 207. Your total there. Head into the eight o'clock hour. Pacers and Timberwolves. Timberwolves are three and a half point home favorites, 220. Your total. Thunder and the Rockets. The Rockets are two two and a half point home favorites over the Thunder. 216.5 all the way to 217.5 can be found on the total in that one. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, the Hornets and the Bulls. The Bulls, 4, 4.5-point four home favorites, 221.5 to 222, your total there. 830 Eastern, 530 Pacific, the Wizards and the Spurs. The Wizards, 2.5 to 3-point road favorites in this one, Spurs. Um, and the Wizards sitting at a 215. Total, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific Cavs, and the Mavericks, Mavericks, 6.5-point home favorites, 2.10, 210 2.10.5 the total there. 9.00 Eastern, 6.00 Pacific, the Blazers and the Jazz. The Jazz are 7.00, 7.5-point home favorites, 2.22.5 to 2.23 the total. And the final tip of the night, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, the Pelicans and the Clippers, the Clippers are anywhere from six and a half to seven and a half point home favorites in that one, so be sure and shop around two ten and a half to eleven the total there. So much to get to tonight. Yes, no playoffs in the NFL. We'll
4: take a look at week thirteen lines tonight. Uh, college football talk. It's championship week of course. We'll talk about the coaching carousel that is college football as well. First though, any uh beyond props, any pre flop side or total tonight in the football game?
2: I gotta just need I just need the the Redskins. You need you need Washington notice, to win. Notice the jacket. for yes. tonight. Oh, you thank know, you. Yes, not, not so um, much a burgundy, more of an eggplant. It plant. is. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's red. It's red. It's red. It's red. We'll Where? get you.
5: We'll get you up close. Where? We'll get you up close. G- what, are, what are the Washington football team's true colors? Do you know? Burgundy and gold. Do burgundy I know? And gold.
2: Okay. Do I know? Um, I, know I, mean,
5: I know it's garnet and gold for Florida State. So yeah, we <laughs> got a couple of. You know.
2: A Couple of teasers. So I just need to keep. Them, I need them to keep it within eight. That would be that would be really yeah that uh, be really that, nice that
5: number bounced back up here in town so I I uh, even though I had the Cowboys ruin one of those for me last week I, I got back in on it today so yeah I've got a Washington football team plus eight and Cardinals minus one teaser for Cardinals this next week oh nice very nice I'm on Washington period point blank.
4: A couple of props we'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll talk about props coming up. A whole bunch of uh, NFL news. First of all, we were waiting on word about Dalvin Cook today after he had to leave the game yesterday against the 49ers uh, with a shoulder injury left in the third quarter. He tore his labrum, as it turns out, while dislocating his shoulder yesterday. Sources said the MRI revealed, but the ailment not season-ending. The hope is that, like in 2019, when the team rested Cook a few games to have him healthy for a playoff run, this will be the same sort of thing. In fact, Mike Zimmer use the phrase day-to-day on Dalvin Cook. So that's about as good as they could have expected.
2: Yeah. I can't imagine he's going to play against the Lions Yeah, this week when you have Alexander Madison, who is right there with Tony Pollard, is basically the best backup running back in the league, best backup situation you could possibly have. So cannot imagine he's going to be out there this week against the Lions. Get him nice and, and, and rested again for what now has gotten, which is now much more interesting. Playoff push for that team. Absolutely. Five and
4: six, all six losses by a combined 26 (laughs) points for the Minnesota Vikings. Brutal. Uh, The Panthers place, well, first of all, let's do the Cowboys first. Mike McCarthy has tested positive for COVID-19. The Cowboys say he will continue to direct and be involved in all meetings and game preparations on a virtual basis for the remainder of the week, including Thursday's meetings for their Thursday night tilt against the Saints. Won't coach the game, though.
2: Yeah, and it, I was fairly interested to see because Adam Schefter, when he reported this this morning, he followed it up with another one that said, like, up to eight people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boy, like, what is going on over there in the Cowboys locker room? But then it was just kind of followed up. There was already some – that was counting all the people that had already been tested positive and this, that, and the other. And all. so it ended up not being this, this crazy big thing there for the Cowboys. I have a couple of uh, – growing up in northern Louisiana, I have a couple of Cowboys – uh, friends, mm-hmm. and uh, they, were like, they were like, uh, they were were kind of happy. <laughs> they were like, I'm interested to see what this team looks like. Right we joked on, we jumped line on like. guessing lines.
4: That should move the lineup from six to seven. <laughs> Favor the Cowboys. Uh, then there are the Panthers. The Panthers placed Christian McCaffrey today on injured reserve for a second time with only five weeks or six weeks left of the season. He's out. He's done for the season. Um, that would make... A grand total of 23 games when all is said and done that McCaffrey will have missed last year and this year. 23.
2: I don't like to be results-oriented with all of this, but there was a lot of people when he was coming out of college who said, super special player, I'm worried about his durability. Yeah. And that has – he has had a – he has had an injury-plagued career so far. And so it's – uh Kind of a bummer here, and certainly for this this Panther team as well. That Lord knows they need all the help they can get on the offensive side of the ball. The, if they're and uh, Christian McCaffrey certainly would have been like one of the guys that maybe, maybe, maybe could have helped this team somewhere along the way. But boy, that was. Uh, bad showing we'll talk about that cam one
4: cam newton 5 for 21 for 92 yards yesterday and you could even sense when they when they scored their first touchdown he wanted to do a whole choreographed celebration and you could tell christian mccaffrey and the rest of the panthers were like we, we don't want to do this cam <laughs> did just you, did you catch
5: his uh, like third person quote after the after the game no or he, he was like just cuz cam newton comes back to your team doesn't mean you're going to win ball games automatically is that what he said? Something like, yeah, something wow. like that. And I was oh like, really? God. Like, really? You were out of the league for half of this year. You're saying that? Okay.
4: Uh, as far as that Saints-Cowboys game on Thursday, Alvin Kamara listed as limited in today's practice. Mark Ingram, full participant, also full participant. Taysom Hill, everybody. Taysom Hill with his foot injury. That, according to Rap Sheet, uh, he is in line to start on Thursday night against the Cowboys. And the Steelers just placed T.J. Watt on the COVID-19
2: list. So the Steelers, after getting housed by the Bengals yesterday, that is not good news, at all. Yeah, on the same side of things, I mean, they, I think they have no choice at this point. I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, if you watched our show over the last year and a half, you have no, you have, uh, you you know well what I think about Taysom Hill and his prospects of being a, an actual starting NFL quarterback. But I mean, this they have no choice. I mean, Trevor Simeon has been it is has been Tim, not awful. Like, I, I'm excited for that
5: game Thursday night, though, because doesn't it feel like. Like, Matt, it feels like they've been prepping for this for like two years now if it's like the, okay, Taysom Hill game, our backs are against the wall as far as the playoffs, unload the entire playbook. Like, (laughs) we might see some wild stuff in that game Thursday night. And then there's the biggest one maybe of all
4: things today, with the exception of the McCaffrey News, with apologies to the McCaffrey News, but in terms of a team that is still fighting for a playoff spot, uh, beyond Dalvin Cook, it's Jack Conklin of the Cleveland Browns who in Cleveland's anemic 16-10 16-10 to 10 loss to the Ravens yesterday. Conklin, their standout offensive tackle, out for the season with a knee injury. That is massive. Not good for the Cleveland Browns. At all. So that came down the wire today as well. Um, by the way, Kelly, you know the Burgundy and Gold question? <clears throat> when Jim Zorn was announced as their new head coach back in the day, he mm-hmm. goes, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be uh, working here with a maroon and black. And everybody was like... <laughs> Oh dear. Great
5: start. Oh dear sweet Jesus.
4: <laughs> uh NBA news today by the way. Big, I didn't see this. This was under the radar. For me, Denver forward Michael Porter Jr. expected to miss the remainder of the season due to back surgery.
5: Yeah, now, talk about young guys that uh you know, bright futures that have had injury concerns their entire career. It was yeah, it, it, they were kind of Worried about that end of last week. He missed a few games, worried that they might have to go, he might have to go under the knife and miss a significant period of time. And yeah, that's tough, man, because that that kid is, he's a special talent at 6'10 and what he can do outside, both on offense and defense. So pretty, pretty tough to see his uh, career going like it's been going as far as injuries. And then in uh, baseball,
4: they are just throwing money around here in Major League Baseball. The biggest signing of the day, Max Scherzer to the New York Mets. On a three-year, $130 million deal. The Dodgers had hopes that they uh, he would stay with them, but three years, $130 million. What do you do? You now have a Mets one-two punch in whatever order you want it to be. Scherzer and DeGrom, which wouldn't be the first time the Mets had a beautiful-looking rotation on paper. Hopefully, DeGrom can stay healthy. Hopefully, Scherzer can for the Mets. But that's the biggest of many deals, including Corey Seager, Going to the Texas Rangers, so on the heels of Marcus Simeon having gone there, so the Rangers trying to make a big splash as well.
2: I saw a thing today. Scherzer's Scherzer's deal is is bigger than the as as we sit right now. I mean, of course, it can get added to, but what would be the projected payroll of three teams heading into the season? (laughs) I knew that was something like that was coming. Yeah. Yeah like his 43 that he's going to get the first year of the contract is, is more than three teams projected whole payrolls. Like Marlins, into,
5: Pirates, heading, and Diamondbacks. Yeah, or whatever.
2: The they also had a deal of uh, coming out, which, again, this just lets you know that this is like completely, they're going to have to do something about this. Like, I mean, I don't know. You can't, I guess you can't force them to sell the team or something like that. But the Pirates, the biggest contract they've ever given out was a $60 million contract, and that was two decades ago. <laughs> Who was that to? I think it was Jason Kendall or something like that. Oh, something that makes that was, sense. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it was six years, $60 million, and that's the biggest contract they've ever given out, and that was two, 20 years ago. Because they sure didn't give one to Barry Lamar Bonds, I'll
4: tell you that yeah. much. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do prop watch for Seattle and Washington tonight. Monday night football. If Washington wins tonight, they are within two games of the NFC East lead. And, oh, by the way, they control their own playoff destiny. Washington does. If Washington wins, they're also immediately the number seven seed in the NFC after tonight. If you could believe that, that should be fun. Washington hasn't won a Monday night game since the medieval times, so that's a whole other story. We'll come back. Prime primetime action.
3: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
1: How oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall.
6: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one on one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it all?
1: I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need (laughs) it.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSEN, the sports betting network.
4: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights of where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way. That Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game. Why don't you? At Visa.com. It's Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, before we get to prop watch, can I ask you a uh, sports radio question here, Mateo? Let's do it. Uh, the Christian McCaffrey thing—you mm-hmm. sort of process that. Does it? Does the thought come back in your in your mind of this is why you don't draft running backs high, like Zeke? Just you think about Saquon. You just think about all the injuries and how the Cleveland Browns are a great example of how eminently replaceable these guys are. It just seems like a poor use of your draft stock.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's because of the deal, because of the injury situation, really, is yep. what it comes down to. I mean, like, listen, when Saquon was healthy early on in his career, he was it was he was doing eye popping things. It was fantastic, and then he got hurt. McCaffrey had an, one of the most unbelievable running back seasons we've seen in a long time, running and receiving. You know, as far as combined yardage goes, and then and then he's on the shelf or whatever. And then we just look and we see, just start it like. Basically, just I mean, if you're a fantasy football player, basically just start at the top, right? At like Derrick Henry, IR. We got a couple of more guys on IR. Aaron Jones has missed multiple games. We've got all these like top tier running backs who have all missed a lot of time because that position is very, very rough and tough on your body. You know, so yeah, it's I don't I don't think draft capital in the first round at least is really justifies it anymore.
4: We saw Najee and Travis Etienne go late in the first round this year. Travis Etienne injured on arrival. Um so so to speak, that is. So it's just it's I don't know. Every time something like that. Kamara's this happens,
2: missed multiple games. Yeah. You know?
4: And, and not to mention you gotta be right about him in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Which is also a crapshoot to some degree. It's more reliable than picking a quarterback, that's for sure. Like you know Derrick Henry's going to be great, but there is always this high risk of injury. So, that's what's happening. It's a shame to see some of these young guys go out. Let's do some prop watch for tonight. Seattle and Washington Monday Night Football. I think Washington can get it done tonight?
2: Oh, they better! Uh, it would, it would, it was a good it was a good Week 12. It could be a great Week 12 should they get this done tonight. Oh, how do you do on your personal So, it would be 3-2. Ah! <sighs> Three and two, dreams uh, dead. Not good enough, Mateo. Three and two, dreams dead. The, quarter,
4: two, the quarterly dream is dead. Dreams dead. Isn't that messed up that you're twelve and three and you're like, I'm out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I three can't and two,
4: do it. Tw- dreams dead. If you go five and zero, oh, there's an outside. No, there's probably not.
5: I was gonna say that yeah. too, but there's probably not. Probably right? not. Yeah.
2: There's probably not. So thanks, Panthers. For uh, that no show. Yeah. That was never even no-show. in. That was never even in there. And then the. Uh, and then whatever that was that the Eagles did. I mean, that's uh, another one. Yeah, whatever that was,
4: minus four in turnovers.
2: I mean, holy mackerel!
5: It, I mean, it, I mean, it was a lot of that, but like just the, I mean, they have been rolling,
2: and then the Giants,
5: the Giants. Shut well, you they down? only
2: scored thirteen points. I mean, the Giants only scored thirteen. The defense did what they were supposed to do. They only scored thirteen points. It's minus four in turnovers. Yeah, well, and Jalen Rager, just like wow. Oh. Stone oh, so don't throw yeah. it to Stone hands like oh my god like two different times directly in his hands not that they would have covered or anything like, it's just like w- was he both on that final drive bo- the, it, both both times was was him was him okay yeah, yeah. so that, those were two touchdown catches that should have occurred of, one of the picks too like he didn't he didn't fight off the defender which could have you know like sometimes as a receiver you turn into a DB yeah. you know and he just chose to kind of like. Oh, this guy's gonna pick it. You're gonna catch that.
4: Yeah. Like <laughs> he's gonna catch that. That's unfortunate. Here, here are the whole Eagles drive for the whole game. <laughs> three and out, pick. Three and out, pick. Four and out, pick. Touchdown,
2: six and out, fumble, eight and out. There's your ball game. Yeah. It's Whew. fun. That was a that was a tough one. That said our strategy, guys. Um, not only which would have been which would have been great had i done better than than three and two or something like that, but We were correct. The most popular team picked was the Steelers. Was it really? In the whole week. Wow. Yeah. At the plus four and a half.
4: That's surprising
2: to me. It was the most popular pick of the week. They got crushed too, epically. We'll talk about all of them.
4: Prop watch for tonight, Russell Wilson, third game back from injury for Seattle. Taylor Heineke, your quarterback for Washington, 249.5 for Russell Wilson, 246.5 for Heineke. It's about as close as we've ever seen. One and a half on both for passing touchdowns. Almost exactly juiced, barely to the overside for both. Interceptions, there's a little difference over on Heineke at a half. Uh, under juiced heavily on Russell Wilson. But that really up and down is about as close as we've seen two starting quarterbacks.
2: Yeah, really, really I mean it really is. I um first for a change for for a change guys I'm on I'm on one of these passing props. Really? I'm on Heineke, yeah, tonight. Uh two thirty nine and a half is the number that I'm on on the over with yeah, him. This um, a lot better than mine. There was a pretty good amount of of writing on the wall that they were going to activate. Logan Thomas for this game, which they ended up doing. Uh, just got a note, just got an alert here on the phone. Ron Rivera said, well, because the other thing, so Ricky Seals-Jones mm-hmm. is out yep. tonight for Washington. And so with that, it's kind of one of those, not really much of a choice, but for him to play a decent amount of snaps, he said he's probably going to play between 30 and 50 snaps tonight, is Logan Thomas. And so you get him back in the lineup. Also, Curtis Samuel is yes. going to go. He said he's going to be more about the 20 snap type deal. But here's the thing with him, you're putting him in on in leverage situations, right? And so it's that that is that helps a guy like Heineke as well to have him out there because even if he's just a distraction for a Logan Thomas or for a Terry McLaurin, that is a okay with me, right? And so, um, yep, so I'm on the over on 239 and a half here. The other thing too is just. Washington hadn't had much of a run game to speak of. Nope. And and they've had much more success from an uh, efficiency standpoint when they've just been throwing it. And I imagine here that look, hey, it is the the path of least resistance also because like the the only thing that Seattle kind of does well is that it, is the interior defensive line. And so why, you, one, you don't do something well as it is in the first place. That is the one area that they are kind of okay at. So. I think, uh, I think Ron Rivera and company, especially with getting those, those two weapons back out there for Heineke as well, go ahead and go to the air. So, yeah, I took the over on 239 here. I think that's the, the way they go about trying to, to move the ball in this game.
4: I'm going to anticipate the receiving numbers right here. McLaurin, over. What are the receiving numbers? What do we got here? I'm going to guess. Bloop. Bloop. Lockett, 67 and a half, McLaurin, 66 and a half, DK, 64 and a half, and everybody else, half of that or less.
2: Yeah, so I took uh, just as correlated, you know, as a correlated play, I'm over on 65 and a half on McLaurin. 66 and a half is negligible. You could certainly take that. I'm also over on Logan Thomas, 30 and a half, 32 and a half for him is a little bit just because he's a he's a lower volume guy or whatever, but I mean still that's not to a point where I would where I would not play him. Uh, if you look at, at how this is, I mean, it's a correlated play anyway. If I think if I think Heineke is going to go over the yardage, then it's going to go to his top two targets. And if you look at McLaren, he's got over this total um, in, in about half the games so far this year. But again, I actually think that getting Logan Thomas and getting Curtis Samuel back out there helps his chances and, and is is better for him. You know, because they're they both of those guys have been out for so long that If you're a defense... I mean, it's it's very very obvious how to go about defending Washington, which is shut down Terry McLaurin, and so uh, getting him here at 65 and a half, I thought was, was was really good, especially again, like I said, correlated with what I was going to do with Heineke, and then uh, and then Logan Thomas the over as well. Listen, like I said, they're not going to have much choice here. I mean, these he's, he's he's thrust back in as a, he was going to be the starter anyway, but he's thrust back into a much bigger workload probably than they would even have liked right out of the gate because the other tight end is out tonight, so he, he's going to have to get out there and he's going to have to run routes and he's going to have to. Uh, be a part of of the offense tonight. So yes, so I'm on the over on him as well in this, and I actually kind of I, I actually feel pretty good about this. I, I, I like I like that. This is the most stacked Washington has been all year, biggest
4: group of receivers that they've had in any any particular game. Samuel this year four catches, 19 yards in an injury riddled first campaign with Washington, and then finally the rushing stats or the rushing props, I should say. Antonio Gibson's at 65 and a half, and the Seahawks who. Want to establish the run as always, Alex Collins at fifty three and a half.
2: There was just too much here for me. There was just too much unknown here for me on the running rushing side of things. Because totally. you look, I mean, we again we assume that Alex Collins on the on the Seattle side is going to get you know the bulk of the carries. Because that's the other thing about this is is Rashad Penny and uh, Travis Homer are both out tonight. For Seattle. So it's basically Alex Collins and DJ Dallas who they have tonight. They elevated a guy off the practice squad as well. But look, man, it's. who knows with Russ I mean, like who knows with Pete Carroll? I mean, it, it could be half House Collins, half D.J. Dallas. He could this guy that comes off the practice squad could get a whole bunch of carries as well. Like, I just don't know how it's how it's going to go. I mean, I think there's a lean to me at least on the under on Gibson for for that side of things, but uh, not enough not enough of an edge for me. To, what about two mobile quarterbacks? Heineke eighteen and a half,
4: Russell Wilson fourteen and a half. No part of that even. No huh? part of that. Okay, all right. Prop watch: Seattle, Washington. Not Seattle, comma, Washington, but Seattle versus Washington. Hour from now, we'll look at uh, a little, you know, yes-no playoffs a little later. But next, Fruit Baskets, those who helped us win bets this weekend. Coming back on Vicent's Primetime Action.
3: You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
4: The VEASAN Cyber Monday offer is here. Right now when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VEASAN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy Visa sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited-time offer, though. I cannot stress this enough. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports betting someone in your life at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Currency exchange. Currency
5: exchange. Oh, he's on his phone looking at props. Oh, yeah. so he's no no chance. No I chance. am. I'm seeing if I can
2: do what it. Yeah, yeah, I'm you're seeing if to do it. I can do that one here. And moving on to fruit baskets. Yeah. No. Fruit baskets. See if I Some do bets that. are
0: more fruitful than others. Let's find out who deserves a fruit basket of their own for helping the primetime action crew win this weekend.
2: Long tease, hang around. We got a prop. We got a we got a same game prop for you guys. Oh bit, yeah,
0: yeah. Same
5: yeah. game parlay yeah. coming. Same up. game parlay five o'clock. Because right. Matt's going to then text me this. We're going to get a graphic. Do, do you want to do
2: your fruit baskets first? Yeah, yeah. I just you know right. i was seeing if I could actually make the make it here because <laughs> I was able to uh, to make it elsewhere. Listen, we don't want to interrupt. You know, I was able to make it elsewhere. Just seeing if I could do that. It, yeah. Apparently, uh, it's a little, little tougher. Uh, <laughs> Tougher around these parts than it is these, these the rest parts. of the country, <laughs> but you know it is what it is. All right, so yes, so Robbie Golden, um I appreciate you, and I'm going to give you a, uh, a fruit basket here, and and this is one of those things where I said I was searching, guys, I was looking for dance partners for what ended up being a yeah. coast job, coast job of the Patriots' leg of all the different teasers and Moneyline parlays that I played this past week, which were just absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. I love them so incredibly much. However, one of those was uh, the Vikings. And uh, Robbie Gold lined up for, and at which the Vikings were up to plus nine. They were. Yeah, that's what I had them at. They were trailing by eight. And uh, Robbie Gold lined up for a 42-yard field goal, which I was like, super that's going to really uh, put a dent in today. Yeah. And instead, Robbie Gold stepped right up to that kick. And Gil, do you know what he did? He missed it. He just pushed what? that thing to the right. right. Mm-hmm. He just pushed that thing to the right. Mm-hmm. And with that, this, the differential state at eight, which is within the nine that I had, <laughs> cash that ticket, my friend. Cash. Or- that so ticket. I, I was friend. excited
5: about that, Matt, and then I, I also had that plus three and a half. So then you and then you do the, you get real excited about that, and then you're like, wait a second, my three and a half's all of a sudden live again then because
2: they might sneak <laughs> in the back door on that end too. <laughs> uh, my second one, another kicker, Matt Gay, and uh, this is a uh, this one is because this was just to save my bacon here a little bit because I did play the both sides. Of, we ended up, you know, we ended up playing the both sides of the teaser He's of this playing game. Playing both sides, and um, which ended up. Great that I ended up playing the other side because, obviously, the way that the game played out. But uh, Sean Payton, for I mean, Sean McVay, for whatever reason... Decided to to run the ball on third down with 52 seconds, unbelievable. Yeah, with no timeouts, two scores. Matt Gay had to hustle out there and run out there and, and and kick a field goal through that you know fairly insignificant in the grand scheme of things, unless you had a plus eight teaser leg, like my in friends. In which case, in which case it got that thing down to eight, and I was able to push that side of it, and then the win the Packer side of it, and everybody's all happy and everything's good and great. When listen, here's the thing. This Ooh. and I bring these two things up. Because you always remember the bad beats. Oh yeah, those are those are the good those are the good beats, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And like yep. and I and wanted to point those out. That you you run pretty. well. I had no business yeah. winning. Robbie Robbie Gold makes that forty two yard field goal ninety percent of the time. You
4: I've never met anybody who runs better in football.
2: Football hates me in those moments. Hates me. <laughs> like like hates. Seriously, me. I mean, How are we I mean, gonna
3: mess you? I feel
2: yeah. like it's week to week with me on that. Yeah, but I mean seriously, like I had no bit. Like Robbie Gold makes that forty two yard field goal ninety percent of the time they pushed it right, the thing gets home. I yeah. thought we were dead. Matt yeah. Gay has to run out there for, it, 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 with the clock running, uh, in, basically ooh. an insignificant field goal, and he's able to kick ooh, it through. Sean McVay thinking. I did.
4: You need two scores. Let's
2: <laughs> run here with no timeouts. <laughs> with no timeouts. I mean, uh. It was just. It was insane. Even if you get the first down, it doesn't matter. Doesn't the matter. Clock's still the runs. clock's moving. That's right. You moron. Um, More and then, uh, and then this is to the, the this is to the Pats, Bengals, and Jets. Uh, boy thanks guys um, pretty pretty good little coast job actually for all three of those which was uh, which was fun for for this week the Patriots never really in doubt certainly never in doubt. I mean, since he put it all over Pittsburgh, that was not even close from from jump. And then the Jets led the entire second half; they were never never trailed in the second half. And then uh, tacked on a field goal there with uh, about six seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, to where if you had plus two and a half, you weren't really threatened all that much as to uh, to not get that two and a half home. So that was to have nice little coast jobs and stuff. And like I said, we're we're heading into tonight. On a good week, it could be a great week if uh, if Washington can keep this thing with an 8. I'd like them to win, thank yes, you. Yes, yes. I'd like them to keep with an 8. By but the way, they, If they win, that's fine. I'd like them to keep with an 8. Pa- Patriots ended up being a coast job. It wasn't
4: very coasty for uh, two and a half quarters with the Titans running to the house down six. But fumbles do that. Make them into a coast job. Oh, is it my turn? fruit baskets Aaron Rodgers was all over Green Bay yesterday Aaron Rodgers is just this just any ready for this I want you guys to wait for it really good at football I, I just never seen a guy who can place a ball in in just pockets that this guy can Overhands into the one spot that he can put it in he's done it for over a decade we are lucky to be able to watch him on a football field uh, Green Bay In a relative coast job, quite frankly, over the L.A. Rams. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. And thank you to both the Ravens and the Browns. It's a tandem fruit basket for the both of you. I don't know where to send it. I'll send it to both places. But I just kept pounding away at the under last night in a game that featured... Every, the entire Lamar Jackson experience at the end of the second quarter and the beginning of the third quarter. End of the second quarter he throws not one, not two, but three of his four picks on the night interspersed with two Cleveland turnovers by the way. There were five turnovers total in a two minute and forty nine second span and then in the third quarter when the game was still very much in doubt, two third down plays. Where any other human being on earth is donezo, and Lamar Jackson just makes something out of nothing, Runs heaves back it downfield. Twenty field. yards, <laughs> throw, the, throw it into the end zone. The first one, thirty-nine yards to Mark Andrews as he's going out of bounds. The next one, a heave into the end zone when he's backed up twenty yards from the line of scrimmage, and somehow Andrews comes down with it. So, fruit baskets for Rodgers and for both the Ravens and the Browns.
5: That uh, that had to be, that might have been the worst ending of a half of football I've ever seen in my life. That second quarter, five
4: that was turnovers. in two minutes and 49. I've never seen anything like
5: that. I, it, was, it was bizarre. It, it literally got to the point of just not even being bad. It was just bizarre. The thing it about it, it
4: was like the first half spread was in the in the balance, too. <laughs> Everything was. <laughs>
5: you know, like got, but the guys on the call, like, and laughing, at they hung one second left on the clock still. <laughs> like, and it was like, no, just go, just to, the go
1: to the locker room.
5: Um, all right, my fruit, first fruit basket. I also have one for Aaron Rodgers, but I added Devontae Adams in there, too. We've talked about this all year where it's just, like, it's amazing. Aaron Rodgers didn't practice all week. These like, just the the link between these guys' brains somehow that they can step out on a field together, not even practice. And it's, you know, it's eight catches for 140 yards for Devontae Adams on nine targets. Aaron Rodgers goes 28 for 45, 370 yard, 307 yards, two touchdowns. No problem. I mean, the offensive line. I should probably get some credit here, too, only allowing one sack. Um, but, yeah, the, I, Packers, that they made that easy uh, getting that teaser leg home. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, he's a guy that uh, it, 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 you just go back and forth. Betting-wise, If I don't know whether to like him or hate him each week. It's one of those. It, it, your emotions range a lot with Aaron Rodgers. Um, next one I've got is Mac Jones. Jones. We've uh, we've uh, talked before about this team getting it done a lot of different ways, and maybe not so much giving Mac Jones the credit he deserves as a quarterback and not just a rookie quarterback. But that really felt like one of the first games where I saw him step up, or for you know, for a team that only ran the ball 24 times, 105 yards, two of those carries by Mac Jones himself. He went out there, threw the ball 32 times, 23 for 32, 310 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. I, I was one of those games. That Mac Jones really started to look like a an NFL quarterback and not just a rookie quarterback on a good team with good pieces around him. So Mac Jones, yeah, made those uh you and the rest of the Patriots made that uh Patriots teaser leg and parlay leg uh, very easy.
4: And that's and we can we can forget about Jamar Chase
2: being the favorite for rookie of the
4: year now, once and for all.
2: Oh, after that per. After this past week with with Jones, for sure. He's I keep saying he's a quarterback.
4: Jamar Chase's margin of error is so thin as a wide receiver. If he's not constantly getting the ball in the end zone, you're going to fall out of this eventually if Mac Jones keeps producing.
5: Yeah, and who, who was even third on the, on that list? Najee, right? He didn't do anything yesterday. And yeah, it's we've talked about that before. Running back, especially wide receiver, you're not going to always be able to depend on how many times you're
2: going to get the ball. But that qu- quarterback, you always have ball in your hands. Since that uh, since that Week Six loss um, for the uh, for the Patriots, they are the number one team in the NFL in EPA per play. Like, that's that's just how efficient that they've been as far as as far as moving the ball and stuff on offense, which is crazy. Again, it's not a high flying offense; it's just a super efficient offense.
4: Here's their six game winning streak combined score: two hundred and eleven to sixty three. 211-63. to 63. Uh, Their eight wins, though, have come against the Jets, Texans, Jets, Chargers, Panthers, Browns, Falcons, and the Titans team without their three best offensive players. So there is that. That's why the, the Patriots-Bills Monday night game a week from today is really the who's for real game. Because whoever loses that game, I don't want to hear about them ever again. Seriously. You've beaten nobody. You've done nothing. Stop it. That should be fun a week from today. Coming back Our preview. Oh, same game parlay. And yes, no, playoffs. That's next.
3: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
6: how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys.
1: This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall.
6: And I'm CJ Toledana and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have it all?
1: I said, I said OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think need it? <laughs> Check
6: out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You
3: are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
4: Back on primetime action, <laughs> Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Nothing to see here. Boys and girls, nothing to see here at all. Nice, Are you
5: uh, kidding me? I wish I actually had a camera on me that time.
4: Nice catch. That was like, so here's what happens behind the scenes. Uh, Matt, without announcing anything, will throw an empty plastic bottle uh, over. Uh, he will attempt to throw it over the glass to Kelly. Well, and sometimes, sometimes go around
2: it. Yeah. It that, depends which, on what, Which you just. Because, like, I'm trying to, like, it, it It got so easy for me to just. Mm, I'm, I'm trying to do different things. So
4: easy. Yeah.
2: Kelly. But this requires movement out of me now. So just I'm trying it. to put in a bet.
4: Right. I, mm-hmm. I, had
5: to, I had to do a quick slide five yards <laughs> to the left. And then one-handed it with the left hand, Gil. Come on.
4: we got to have a camera pointing that way. It's incredible. Amazing catch. Well done. All right. Will they make the playoffs? Yes or no? Uh, let's start in the NFC. Now, remember, this list we're going to put up here is effectively for two spots. So two of these teams we're about to show, beyond the five that we've talked about that seem to have a spot secure, barring a seismic shift, Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. Two more spots for this group of teams. Niners, leader in the clubhouse for those last two spots, They're the sixth seed right now at six and five. They're minus 250, yes, two to one, no. And then uh, three teams at five and six, Vikings, Falcons, Saints, associated odds, yes, no, next to those, Saints off the board couple five and sevens. Washington can get to five and six tonight. And then you have the bottom with the Giants, the Bears, and the Seahawks.
2: What do you like best there? Just a, uh, a quick note here on tonight's game. I don't know why. But um, so it has now moved to to two and a half in yes. three different books. Seattle taking money. At uh, at um, rest of country. So if you were... One, if you were waiting to get on, get in on Seattle, you might want to go ahead and do that because it looks like the number is getting worse on you. Right. And uh, if you're, if you like Washington, this is the best number we've seen actually. Yeah, join yeah. us on the teasers, right? Yeah, I, mean, I didn't think it, I was going to get a chance at that earlier today. I mean, it, it it opened at two. We thought it was wrong team favored, and then it flipped, and then now it has gone all the way back to two and a half at three different books now, rest of country. So I mean, just just look around if you are. Uh, if you're looking to play Washington, because that's again, like I said, that's that's the best number we've seen so far.
4: In the words of Stewie, why?
2: I, I, I mean, nothing, nothing on the injury report changed any I mean, any, any way that you would think about this game, right? Like, I mean, everyone that was expected to be active is active. Everyone that was expected to be not active is not active. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I would assume it's just the overall popularity
5: of the Seattle Seahawks franchise uh, and Russell Wilson probably in particular.
2: Hold on. Russell Wilson is is a very small favorite against the Washington football team. I'm back in Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah, where
5: people can probably name three players on the whole Washington football team. So it's disrespectful is what it is. but It is. No. But I, I, I'm happy. I mean, hopefully I'm happy. But I'm
2: happy right now that it moved back into teaser range. Yeah, that is, that is interesting. That is that is interesting. Anyway, um, so will they make the playoffs? I think what we saw from well, it would have been. We will see what the what the news comes tomorrow. It was. It would be like oh yeah. Definitely love the 49ers. And then, of course, we can't have nice things. And then Devo Samuel hurts himself yesterday. Has to get, He was getting an MRI at some point today. I assume they'll get the results back on that tomorrow. He looked like he was in good spirits. But, Out uh,
5: one to two weeks, according to Schefter, according to Isaiah Wrinkle downstairs.
2: Yeah, problem is it's, it's growing. And those are just...
4: Here's the thing we were talking about. This ungood. Little, I was talking about this a little with somebody yesterday. If you, were, if you were voting on guys who absolutely can never win MVP, but are actually literal MVPs of their team, like Cordero <laughs> Patterson dead on with that and text.
5: Debo Samuel, Oh yeah, you take I, those guys off those teams, what do they do? Cordell Patterson, I, especially, especially yeah. him for how bad that team is. And some, I, I don't, I don't. That, that the team is not great. I, I it will, it will be one of the most confusing things to me all season of how Arthur Smith and the Falcons made Cordell Patterson at the age of thirty whatever look better than he has is in his entire career.
2: Even thirty even. Okay. Yes, thirty even. Wow, well, I would have guessed older than that. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, it feels like he's been in the league forever. The the thing, both those guys are setting all these records, like doing the same thing, right? So it's it's like, so no Falcon has ever had 400-plus rushing, plus 400-plus receiving, plus four-plus touchdowns rushing and right. And it's like, and no, he's duh. done it. Yeah. And then, like, Debo's like, no 49ers ever had 1,000 receiving to go along with 300, whatever. So, yeah, they're doing all these crazy, crazy deals there. But like, like you said, though, I mean, Debo's, look, they're 6 and 5. It's not like they have a ton of of room here and if he's going to miss 2 weeks. Yeah. That's that's a thing, right? So I think it makes it hard, I think at this juncture to, to bet the 49ers at minus 250, I think it makes it pretty hard because yeah, it's too like you mentioned that it's, yeah. it's that guy is that guy's the guy on that team, right? Like he's the do-it-all And he, since they started mixing it up with him doing all this stuff out of the backfield and catching these, you know, doing all these end around, all this stuff like that, like it's been a different offense. And so, yeah, I'd I'd be hesitant at that number until I got some definitive stuff on on what's up with him.
5: And I think that's, I mean, I think that's the big difference, too, between if you wanted to say, you know, know, compare Debo Samuel to, to Dalvin Cook is that, Debo does way more things for that offense yeah. in general. As good of a running back that Dalvin Cook is, even if he makes, misses extended time here, I'm attracted by that number. I, I mean, I missed that 3-1 to one I was talking about a month ago. You know, I was going to bet the Vikings. But I still think betting the Vikings, if it's minus 110 or something like that around there, I just, I just don't see how this team doesn't get in there. I I don't.
2: There's, you know, a couple of these teams that (laughs) Vikings
4: are like, watch this. (laughs) Yeah, right.
2: Hold on here. uh, Yeah. Well, the difference is, is there's not a plug and play for a Debo Samuel. Right. Where there is a plug and play. For sure. With Alexander Madison for the Vikings, right? Like, like that's just a, again, as good of a backup situation outside of the Pollard Seek thing. I mean, like, listen, Tony Pollard is so good and of course we're the president we we are we are all <laughs> yes. co-presidents of the Tony Pollard fan club we are. around here whatever. We are. like to where they're like yeah we're just going to sit Zeke for a few weeks because like they're not worried about it like they're not worried about about it at all they're like oh no pollard's as good or better probably better so we're I, just going to sit Zeke you know for, and for this market i mean we talked
5: about this a little bit last week of teams that okay like i you know i thought the 49ers for, i i think it was 49ers eagles and vikings that i kind of like to make pushes you know, the pushes towards the making the playoffs, but, well, after what you saw out of the Eagles yesterday, I mean, that that, that was a head-scratcher. I'm not going to completely rule them out, but obviously not feeling nearly as comfortable about them today as I was last week. So, I, I don't know,
2: kind of all those things, I think it makes even more sense that the Vikings will punch their ticket well, into there. Well, we got the answer yesterday minimally. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like they were down a ton or anything like that. But again, like we got the answer yesterday to what do the Eagles look like if they have to play from behind. Yep. We 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 didn't get yeah. it from the 49ers though, right? Like the 49ers we still hadn't seen that yet. I mean, I think Kyle Shanahan's kind of tipping his hand what it is because he's and it, it, look I'm gonna give him credit where credit's due for being Charlie. He's he's hidden Jimmy Garoppolo over the last several weeks, but that is equaled wins like that is equaled not only wins but like pretty dominant wins by this team you know with, with the run game and stuff and so uh, if they get behind if they get behind two touchdowns what are the 49ers going to look like I think that's a pretty big question and we got an answer at least yesterday minimally I mean they weren't down big, but they were still down the Eagles and then they at least they at least had to try and score through the air at the end of the game and weren't, weren't unable to do so as well there so that's just it's it's pretty tough I think. To to buy in a team like that. The Panthers, that's that team is that team's garbage. I'm gonna say the the best bet on that board to me is Washington five to one, yes. It could be over
4: tonight, but if Washington wins tonight, they're the number seven seed, and then they would be the number seven seed immediately, and they control their own destiny. They have two games against Philly, one against the Giants, one against the Raiders, and two against the Cowboys.
2: Yeah, I mean, they could play their way into the into the whole into the division. They could. Yeah, if they if
5: f- you feel confident about them tonight, then yeah. yeah, I think you take a piece of this number and probably even a small piece of the division.
4: And listen, they're burgundy on burgundy tonight, so I just want to tell you the
5: uniforms
2: Watch
4: out. The uniforms look good. Just want to point that
2: out. I do love me some Taylor Heineke. On a Gosh. I don't know if you know or not, but on a two game win streak when playing on Monday night, when Taylor Heineke <laughs> has completed over seventy five percent of his passes, Washington when wearing burgundy on Burgundy. Yeah.
4: Sadly, everyone knows that's not true because Washington has not won a Monday night game since like the Eisenhower administration.
2: I was going to give an ATS thing yeah, there yeah. Um, with all that. Oh, okay, want to well, look at the it, AFC
4: real quick, or should we save the AFC?
2: Let's save it. Uh, let's save it. Let's save it. We'll save it. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll save the AFC. By the way, don't bet the Bears. Don't bet. The don't Bears. bet the Giants. No. Don't bet the Panthers. No. They're all dead. Don't, dead, dead, the dead, dead. don't bet the Saints. Don't bet the Saints. Don't bet the Saints. They're dead. Falcons.
5: We don't even have a number on the Saints, and yeah, don't bet them off the board. Don't yeah, bet. Yeah, because they're like, Leave who's it? playing
2: quarterback for that team? How, like, who's?
4: By the way, how in the world are the Falcons five and six?
5: That's incredible. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I said when they were f- when they were five and four, uh, four and four, the worst four and four team I'd ever seen in, in, in history. Five and six, they might be the worst five and six team in the history, of the NFL. Five and
4: six, same record as the Vikings, who again have lost all six. Vikings <laughs> have two things. Lost all six games by a combined 26 points. And remember, eight of those 26 were yesterday, so that was a lot. And they're the only team in the NFL that has led every game by seven or more points at some point. So you have that, and you only end up five and six. That should tell you everything about that team. And Kirk Cousins lined up behind the guard. That too. How about by the way? That was the quintessential Kirk Cousins game yesterday. That's not captured in a box score. The inaccuracy on those passes to Justin Jefferson so frustrating. We'll come back. We'll do the AFC and all of the uh, bets we have tonight. Monday Night Football next. Decent primetime action.